Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast. With you as always, uh, Adam, Robbie, and myself. Uh, ready to break down the uh, NFL action here. Hard to believe it's already uh, week 16. We're closing in on uh, Christmas here. And a uh, lot of big weather coming our way. We'll break all that down here uh, for these games. Uh, you're going to want to be informed about all that. But uh, guys, how's the uh, holiday treat season treating you? Oh, just getting ready for a little uh, a little blizzard coming our way. Uh, this is going to be a nice, uh, nice cold weekend for pretty much all of the U.S. here. So uh, bundle up, stay stay warm, guys. Yep, yep. Just uh, trying to get these bets in before uh, before the blizzard hits and hunker down. Uh, nah, but it's it's uh, it's a good time of year. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, good. Sure, everybody's stocked up, and uh, yeah, hopefully back, everybody got their shopping done early. Back to back Saturday slates, along with Sunday. It, it's it's a good time of year. Yeah, yeah, a love lot the, of games. Love the big Saturday slate. Uh, yeah, you know, get get everybody together on Saturday, and then you know you got some just some key games on Sunday. You know, that, that's it's uh, gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good slate. Uh, we'll we'll get into it. Before we do that, uh, we're gonna want to break down how we did last week. We'll start it off with the lead pipe locks. Uh, Adam, you you went with a long shot approach here. Uh, Pats minus seven and Bengals minus ten. So I missed. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I saw a foot out of out of bounds on that Keelan Cole touchdown, and uh, I sure did too. I sure did too. Yeah, oh, that was a tough one. That was uh, you know, they they had a chance to cover this, and actually, they wouldn't have covered this in overtime. Never mind. But either or, they uh, this this game ended not good for anybody that had Pats in any 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 stretch. Yeah, that was a uh, a brutal ending to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was surprised that Keelan Cole catch. Um, they reviewed it and they still upheld uh like with all the technology we have where his foot is clearly hitting out of bounds they were like oh they came out after the game and said that was the only angle they had it's a it's a brand new stadium yeah i i, I find that hard to believe that, yeah, very hard to believe yeah the shield the shield the called shield. that in i don't know they want the raiders um yeah Bengals. uh they were down 17 nothing came all the way back so uh that piece of it uh Turned out okay, but yeah, just a tough luck there with the Pats. Uh, Robbie, uh, you had Vikings minus four in what would have been the most improbable cover of all time. Oh, um, I missed. Just barely missed out. <laughs> that was almost an insane backdoor cover. I mean, insane. <laughs> I, the ultimate backdoor cover. <laughs> <laughs> Once that game went to overtime, I was thinking about how many people would have covered if if they i, I was really hoping just for the story like more than anything <laughs> just to say yeah they still covered it no big deal yeah yeah that was uh that was crazy uh heck of a game uh i had uh, just like the rest of america i'm sure rode off the falcons or i'm sorry the vikings uh down uh 33 nothing uh just uh just brutal but yeah what a comeback and yeah true to form that colts offense just decided to like would they probably have one or two first downs in the second half to allow that to be possible like it was it's pretty bad so uh yeah that was that was interesting um i had ravens uh plus three against the browns uh oh, I missed. 
It might have been uh might have been hunting for something on that one. I don't know, but uh yeah, Huntley was uh he was decent against the Steelers uh, the week before, but I think the Ravens just won because Mitch threw three red zone picks in in uh, retrospect now, and yeah, the Ravens did not look very good. But fortunately for them, uh, they should be getting Lamar back here, so uh, they can uh, right the ship as well. But yeah, Ravens plus three did not work out. Um, guys, uh, we're just going to jump right in then to uh, to week 16. And we've got a fun one on uh, Thursday night with a lot of playoff implications. Uh, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the New York Jets. This game is in the Meadowlands. Expecting some rain and wind in this one, Adam? Yeah, this one, uh, temperatures aren't going to be uh, too low. I think mid-40s, but um going to have some rain and a uh, little bit of wind. Okay. Uh, yeah, could, could affect play. Well, with that in mind, uh, this game is a pick em currently, and the over-under is uh, 38. Uh, just a quick shout-out to Al Michaels. Uh, you know, gets a decent game here for once. I think he's only had about one or two to watch so uh Who would although, have thought at the, at the beginning of the season it would be this game <laughs> you, you never know though al al likes to take these uh winter holiday uh cold weather games off so maybe he's uh he's leaving this one to herb street to do alone i don't know but um at any rate yeah uh this one's a pick em with the over under 38 uh guys i love the jaguars this week um you know zach wilson did not look good uh last week at all against the lions uh was a big reason for why they left. Uh, that defense did it, had a pretty spirited performance against that Lions offense that has been putting up points. Um, but, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson, uh, just a uh, couple key mistakes, had that uh, brutal uh, pick uh, in the third quarter that led to uh, a very short field for the Lions that they were able to capitalize on. Um, and, yeah, guys, I mean, I'm just – I'm I'm not really believing in the Jets uh, with Zach Wilson under center here. Uh, surprised to see this one at a pick'em. Meanwhile, the Jaguars. I mean, they're trending uh, the opposite direction of the Jets. Their their arrow is flying straight up at this point. Uh, you know, some big wins in recent uh, memory here. Obviously, had the big comeback win against the Ravens. They followed that up with a massive comeback win against the Cowboys last week as well. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looking pretty good out there. Um, that uh, Week 18 showdown between them and the Titans is looming large. They just got to hold ground here. Uh, but I like the Jags in this one to keep uh, keep the train rolling. I'm thinking that this is a playoff team personally, uh, and I think um, I looked at this before last week's game, and I thought that they had a chance to be the playoffs, and I penciled them in for a loss against the Cowboys. Uh, their schedule isn't too bad though uh, going forward, but yeah, I just I love the Jags this week. Um, big injuries too for the Jets. We already talked about Mike White, but uh, Quinn Williams also doesn't look like he's going to be able to go as well. So um, yeah, I'm I'm all in the Jags this week, guys. It's it's my lock of the week. But it's a lock. No. Not a whole lot. I think I could add to that. You were uh, very uh, <laughs> very in depth with that. Um, I I'm. We'll say I am just expecting this to be a very close one, but the Jaguars just at the end of the game, I, I, I also think that they're going to win. I feel pretty confident with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, this Jets defense, they've been playing real strong all year. It's just this offense that's just uh, giving me concerns, which is why I'm going with the red-hot Jaguars. You know, I love this spot. I love picking a team that's 
on the on the upswing um, going against a team that's on the downswing. So, yeah, I'll take the Jaguars here all day. Yeah, one thing, uh, I'm, I'm on the Jags, too. I, I, I really like them. One thing to watch out for the Jags, they, they lost their left tackle for the year, uh, Cam Robinson. Yep. Um, so that, that, that might hurt. Um, but the way Trevor Lawrence has been playing the last three or four weeks, he's, he seemed to found another gear and taken a step up. Um, their passing attack um, is light years ahead of what we're seeing from the Jets, um, especially under Zach Wilson. I... Um, I <laughs> You know the the, Jag, the Jags' main weakness uh, in their Achilles heels, their secondary, and they've just been awful this year. And I, there's no way I don't think the Jets can capitalize on 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 that weakness. Um, give me the Jags, and if you're playing props, uh, I really think the Jags have a good chance to score on defense or special teams. Oh, um, so I, I'm not sure what the number is. I tried looking at it; it's not available. Um, but before game time, that might not be a good. Throw, throw a little bit on Just that. Just keep your eyes open for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Especially if Jets get down and they get desperate. Zach Wilson, I, I could see a pick six. Yeah, that offense is rolling uh, for the Jags right now, so we'll see if they can keep it going. All right, next game up, we've got uh, the beloved Chicago Bears. They're hosting the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Bears are nine-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Uh, we talked about some winter conditions heading our way. It's supposed to be a very frigid weekend. In Chicago, uh, single-digit weather at best, uh, potentially uh, below uh, zero temperatures as well uh, this weekend, and I'm sure the wind chill is going to be brutal as well. Um, turn it over to Robbie. Why don't you kick us off with this one? This one's a tough, tough one for me. Um, you know, the both these cold weather teams, so they're they're both going to be used to it. You know, Josh Allen. It, it seems like he's almost gets stronger as the weather gets colder. Um, but uh, you know, Bears have just been hanging in these games. Um, it seems like they really want to lose games, but still keep it close and cover the spread. Um, they're they've got some talent on the offense. Uh, you know, Justin Fields has been definitely. Uh, very very much improved um uh, and you know giving bears offense some hope um but uh you know i think the bills are going to be too good for them i think the bills are going to come out and win this game um but you know nine and a half points is a lot for this bears team that just likes to claw and stay in games um so yeah i i like the bears plus nine and a half uh i'm probably not going to bet on it but i'm, I'm kind of leaning towards it um we'll, we'll see as the week goes on yeah, I love the Bears this week. Uh, they're going to be a confident pick for me, getting nine and a half. Um, personally, I think that Eagles team that they covered against last week is a better team right now than the Bills. Um, and, you know, they're getting uh, Khalil Herbert back this week, which uh, should be good for the running game. Um, and, and you've seen this Bears offensive line, at least in the run, run game, really take control of some of these games. Given the conditions, it's going to be really cold. Um, whatever snow gets... Uh, dumped on Chicago it'll, it'll be blown around Soldier Field it won't be uh dissimilar to the game the Bills played against the Dolphins last week uh except for a lot colder um Bears are the better running team by far in this matchup so for them at home to be getting nine and a half points uh I, I'm, I'm hammering yeah I, I think the Bears keep this within a touchdown yeah you know uh you're, you're absolutely right. Bears are the far better rushing team. Uh, the Tevin Jenkins injury, though, could be uh, a big blow for them, too. Uh, he was getting Pro Bowl uh, looks 
Um, he was having a pretty strong season pretty quietly. It's a big part of that rushing attack. So we'll see if they can kind of plug and play there and, and fill in. They certainly did after he left last week. It seemed like they were able to uh, hang in there. They didn't miss much of a beat, but uh, just something to watch. I'm, I'm going to take the Bills here. It's uh, a little concerned with, uh, you know, Fields got a little banged up last week. I, you know, I, you just wonder at what point do the Bears kind of need to start protecting their future. Maybe they, they start pulling the reins back on him in, in what's a meaningless season. Um, given, given the fact that he had to go to the locker room last week, I, I just wonder if there's some talks internally about maybe – cooling it on the on the running uh, game plan with him uh you, you know at least for this season while uh while these I, games are meaningless he's, he's, he's got a good chance of beating Vic's record I, I don't know if they're gonna do that yeah yeah it sounds like he really wants to beat yeah. that r- Russian record yeah I just I don't know man he's he's taken a ton of hits uh in in a season that doesn't matter uh but yeah, understandable you know that he he wants to go for that but for me I, I'm just gonna go with the bills here I'm not really confident in it as we've said, uh, you know the Bears have really been, uh, especially at home, have been able to cover a lot of these numbers. So uh, I, I'd definitely be wary about it. But um, you know, I, I think the Bears put up a pretty spirited effort on defense last week. I think it's going to be a little tougher on them to uh, contain uh, Josh Allen um, the way that they were able to contain uh, Jalen Hurts. I just think uh, Josh Allen might be a little bit more of a threat for them. And uh, you know, Diggs, Diggs, and uh, Gabriel Davis—they're—they're they're really gonna uh, test this uh, secondary and the safeties. So uh, we'll see if the Bears keep up. But I'm gonna take the Bills minus the nine and a half in this one. Yeah, one one concern for uh, well, to to add to the Bills side is the the Bills run defense is just so good, and you know, the, this kind of cold weather, this is this is what they live for. So um, that's kind of what's kind of also scaring me off of taking the Bears covering here, but um, should be should be a game. Yep. All right, next up, uh, we've got the Lions taking on the Panthers. Um, you know, if we talked about this game four or five weeks ago, we would not think both these teams would have playoff uh, implications going into uh, a Week 16 matchup, but here we are, and both these teams have something to play for. Lions are gunning for that uh, final wild card spot in the NFC, and that... Uh, NFC South uh, crown that nobody seems to want is still very much up for grabs in this one. Uh, Adam, why don't you uh, lead us off here? Yeah, I, this one's tough. I, I really want to make the Lions a confident pick. Um, but just, I, I haven't seen it enough from them on the road this year. Uh, you know, to warrant really laying some some confidence on them. But, I don't know, everything, everything that I'm seeing... This is screaming Lions. I, the Panthers, you know, they, they've they had a couple games where they've been able to run on teams and get up early, and, you know, they've won those games. And But if they if they get down, they just are incapable of coming back with uh, the offense they have. They really have one playmaker, and that's DJ Moore. And he, he's, I mean, he's not he's not elite. Um, Lions have, you know, three, four elite playmakers on offense alone. So, I, you know, there's definitely a scenario where the Panthers, you know, get out early, are able to establish a run and, and sort of dictate the the pace of the game and beat the Lions. But, um, you know, I, I just 
I have a tough time seeing this Panthers defense completely uh, keeping holds on this Lions offense. So give me the Lions minus two and a half. Uh, yeah, this 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 will be a fun one. I, I just think the Lions are a significantly better team than the Panthers right now. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you there. You know, I really want to make this a confident pick too, but um, I, I I just can't get myself to it right now. Um, you know, uh, the the Lions have been playing so well. Um, you know, and but the Panthers, uh, you know, they they've also their their defense has been, in my opinion, pretty underrated um, recently. Uh, that's kind of been what's keeping them in games and um, Panthers if the Panthers go up against a bad defense, you know, they've been able to produce on offensively. Um, but if they go up against a, a good defense, um, that's where I've seen them struggle. So this is, to me, this is a test for the Lions defense. Like, are they, they seem like they've been getting better in the last couple of weeks. Um, ever since they fired their uh, DB coach, um, you know, that secondary has been a little better. Um, but uh, this is this is going to be a test for me. You know, if they could shut the Panthers down, then it kind of shows me that they're a stronger defense. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not so sure this Panthers team could be pretty dangerous, especially at home. So um, I like the Lions, but I'm not betting on it. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Lions here as well. Not uh, incredibly confident, but uh, what I do like in this game is that under 44 and a half. Uh, given that it's going to be kind of uh, unseasonably cold. In uh, in uh, Carolina for this one, I just think uh, this is a pretty good matchup uh, for the Lions, and like you said, that defense has been playing a lot better, and, and the Panthers' defense, uh, you know, is kind of they've been playing good, solid uh, team unit defense, uh, put up solid performances on the road against a uh, Seattle team that's certainly put up points at home and is very capable and has a lot of weapons. So I don't think the Lions are going to come in here. And uh, light it up on on the Panthers here. I think the Panthers defense will give a spirited effort, keep this game close, and uh, I think the Lions defense can can kind of keep tabs on uh, this Panthers offense. You know that Panthers offense wants they want to run the ball, um, so you know I think they're gonna be looking to keep the clock moving here. Forty four and a half just seems really high, so uh, I'm gonna take the under here uh, as a confident pick. But uh, otherwise, staying off of. Uh, the spread here uh, for confidence picks. Lean in Lions, but uh, not nuts about it. Yeah, I'm flipping the confidence pick for the Lions. I was just thoroughly unimpressed from the Panthers last week at home against the Steelers. It, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that, that, fair that's enough. fair. Fair enough. We were all on them last week. Uh, yeah, this under, that, that they needed that game. They sure did. And they didn't show up whatsoever. So I'm going to take the Lions. Alrighty, uh, next game up, we've got a big one. Uh, Giants taking on the Vikings. Giants are coming off that huge road win against the Washington football team, and we already talked about the Vikings. Ho-hum, just the largest uh, uh, comeback in NFL history last week against the Colts. Uh, this game is in Minnesota, where the Vikings are 3.5-point favorites, and the over-under here is at 47.5. Um Guys, I'm going to lean the Giants here. Uh, you know, this Vikings team, they play close games. Uh, they kind of seem to play to the level of competition of their opponent. Um, it's been, it feels like it's been a while since we've seen them really kick the shit out of somebody. Uh, I just think three and a half points here is, is a little bit too much. Love the uh, 
the way the Giants looked last week. Uh, they really got up for that game against the team. Uh, maybe slightly concerned about a letdown here, so that's why I'm not going to make it a confident pick. But uh, I do expect uh, Daniel Jones to be able to uh, move around the pocket here quite a bit and uh, take advantage of a Vikings defense that has really looked uh, suspect uh, in the last few weeks. Uh, first half of that game last week, the Colts were able to move the ball pretty uh, easily against that Vikings defense. And then uh, the Lions the week before uh, had no trouble moving against him. So I think the Giants will be able to move the ball here. Um, I expect Vikings to you know, be able to score on this Giants defense as well. But um, uh, I, I don't know. For me, three and a half seems like too much. So I'm going to go Giants. Yeah, I, I was on the fence, um, but, you know, I'm actually feeling pretty confident about the Giants here. Not that I'm a little upset about the Vikings last week uh, just with that bad start, but it, you're, you're kind of right. Like, the Vikings, they haven't really blown the any team out of the water recently, um, and I, I've been thinking the last couple of weeks, I don't know about you guys, but this Vikings team is a team I'm probably already looking to bet against in the playoffs. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I, just something about them – that they're going to be disappointing. They're going to disappoint Minnesota fans, and that's kind of what I've been thinking. They've kind of been coming down from their hot start earlier in the year, but this Giants team, it, it seems like they found their mojo a little bit again, um, especially in this past game. Um, you know, they able to run it on the ground with Saquon, uh, get the ball moving that way. Um, I, I think the Giants could keep it close. I'm not expecting them to win, but the Giants definitely have a lot more playoff implications in for them as opposed to the Vikings, which, you know, they still have an outside chance to get the number one overall seed, but that's going to require some help uh, from the Eagles. Uh, so well, Injuries don't hurt. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, that, <laughs> they don't hurt. So, you know, that probably hurts so good for the Vikings here, but. You know that would that joke would make a lot more sense if they're like the Indiana Vikings, but um, uh, yeah, I, I like the Giants here. Um, I, I think they're uh, coming hot at the right time. Yeah, it, what, this would be a potential playoff matchup, right? It, yeah, potentially, this, yeah. This uh, could be if uh, the Niners. I think if the Niners pass up the Vikings, which I think is very possible, then um, yeah. I, I really like the Giants here. Uh, I liked them last week. They, they're just a well-coached team. They they don't have the talent that a, a lot of the playoff teams that's surrounding them do. But you know they, we've been saying it all year. They have an identity. They know what it is, and they, they stick within themselves. And they don't beat. They they, they force other teams to make mistakes. And, and you know Vikings, they are prone to making mistakes. Um, you know I don't. I'm not sure if they're going to win this one in in Minnesota. Um, you know given. Vikings, uh, they'll probably claw this one, claw out a one point victory somehow. But uh, I definitely like the Giants to cover, um, keep this within a field goal. Um, their defense is starting to come on to pass rush. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau had a really nice breakout performance last uh, last Sunday night, and um, you know that was that was their playoff game against the team on the road and they showed up in a huge way. So uh, I think they carry on the momentum here and keep this one within a field goal. Wouldn't be surprised if they, they went out right. Vikings are just due for regression. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. All right. Uh, next game up, we've got the Bengals taking on the Patriots uh, guys. This one uh, Patriots are three and a half point underdogs at home here. They had that terrible loss uh, to the Raiders uh, last week. Uh, 
you know, got a bad break with that uh, Keelan Cole call, but also uh, how they ended that game with the uh, the bad lateral, the botched toe of the lateral play, we'll call it. Um, just uh, not great. And Bengals, uh, arguably the hottest team in the NFL right now, uh, save for maybe the Niners. Uh, they're they're coming in riding high. Got that big uh, road win against the Bucks last week, so we'll see if they can continue it here. Um, you know, for me, guys, I, I like the Bengals to kind of keep it rolling this week. Um, not confident in it. I could see maybe the Patriots having a spirited effort. They still have a lot to play for, too. Uh, even with that bad loss last week, we'll see. Uh, but, uh, you know, they they need a big win in a big way. And, um, you know, you know Bill Belichick knows it. So I bet he gets his guys up for this game. Um, but uh, I'll lean Bengals here. What I did like the most in this game, though, was the over – um, currently at uh, 40 and a half. I've seen it at 41. Uh, I got it earlier in the week at 39. Um, I, I just I like the over here. I have a hard time thinking that uh, the Bengals aren't going to be able to get to 24 in this game. And you know, Patriots should be able to put up uh, some points. This Bengals defense uh, is decent, but not uh, world beaters by any means. So I, you know. The weather really shouldn't be too much of a factor here as well. Uh, I, I just think in, uh, this number is way too low for me in my leg, so uh, I'm, I'm slamming the over. But, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm with you on the over. I think that number is too low for this uh, Bengals offense. And Pats, um, you know, their, their defense has been letting up more points than you'd think uh, over the last three or four weeks too. And Mac Jones, although not perfect, is more than capable, especially at home, of putting up a number. So uh, I'm going to take the Bengals here. If this line was three or less, it would be a confident pick for sure. Um, but the three and a half, uh, you know, it's a tough line to really hammer the Bengals on. Um, I, Bengals, they might be the best team in the league right now, yeah. uh, given the injury with the Eagles. Uh, they're just, you know, destroying teams, doing it through the air on the ground. Um, DJ Reader being back for that defense has really helped shore up the, the Russian defense. Uh, you know, I think this is a pretty bad matchup for the Bengals. Uh, I think the Patriots could uh, really, really make them work for this one. That's why I'm not going to make this a confident pick. And this Patriots team is such a wild card. Um, I, I don't know how they would respond. I don't know how a team responds from something like that that happened last week with Jacoby Myers. Um, you know, maybe maybe it brings them together somehow. Bill turns it into a positive. I'm, I'm not sure. But I there's just a lot of volatility with this Patriots team uh, for me to really hammer the Bengals here, especially on the road and, and with the weather. It's supposed to be uh, extremely cold at this game. They're not, not extremely cold, extremely windy, slightly windy. So many weather notes on this page. Uh, I'm getting them, getting them confused here. So, you know, weather's not going to be too much of a factor. Uh, the wind does tend to swirl at uh, Foxborough. So could be a little bit worse in the conditions. Um, but, yeah, give me the give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to lean on the Bengals, too. Um, I'm probably staying off this game. I, I, I Over-under-wise, I – Maybe even slightly leaning under in this. Um, you know, I, both these defenses, they're 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 pretty strong defenses. I could see this um, just being more of a defensive battle. Um, you know, Bill Belichick trying to draw um, some 
stuff up for the defense um, to kind of limit Burrow um, and uh, try to force them through the ground. Um, so I, I, I'm not as confident as you guys are on this over right here, but uh, I, I totally see where you're coming from, especially like uh, key, key injuries like Trey Hendrickson on the Bengals. Uh, he's not looking good to play again this week. So, um, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a big chalk against the Bengals D-line. Um, especially when this Patriots team, you know, they've been looking good on the ground with like Ramondre Stevenson. So, um, you know, I, I could see you go either way right there. Um, but so you guys might be on something with the over, but um, yeah, like you said, Adam, this Bengals minus three and a half, if it was minus three or better, I'd probably be more considering them confident, but you know, Patriots got something to play for. So I got to imagine they're going to try to at least grind out to keep it within a field goal here. So I, I, I'm going to stay off that. Yeah, it kind of seems like a, a bait line, trying to get people yep. on uh, the Bengals. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely see this one being close. So, Hands uh, are a strong team at home, too. They are, yeah, for sure. Home field yep. advantage. Except when the Bears come to town. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, next game up, guys. We've got the uh, Texans taking on the Titans. This game is in Nashville, and the Titans are five-and-a-half point favorites in this one over under low at 37 but surprisingly not the lowest line of the week for the total close. um i've actually seen this line as low as five here it's going to be pretty cold for this one um you know we'll, we'll see texans have been playing pretty solid lately uh two gamey performances uh against very good teams and the cowboys and the uh chiefs uh so you know, maybe maybe batting an eye at this one. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, you know what? I Definitely against the trends of what's happened last week's, but I absolutely love the Titans here. Um, I'd take them as high as minus seven uh, with confidence, so uh, that's going to be my lock of the week. But it's a lock! No! Yeah, I mean, the, the line did move uh, in the favor, but like I said, I, I'd still take this with confidence all the way up to a, a full touchdown. Uh, but if, it, if you can get it below that, hammer it. Um, just a couple of things that uh, I really like about this matchup. Uh, you know, Texans have had two spirited performances back-to-back. Um, you know, I, I just I don't see that happening for a third time, um, especially, you know, they're, they're an okay run team. Um but throughout through the air, they've really been one of the worst teams in the league, and that's when the Titans are, are the worst team in the league against the pass. Um, so I don't think they're going to be able to capitalize um, against the Titans' weakness. Um, you know, Pierce being out definitely hurts. He's their best playmaker. And then just, you know, they're a, home, they're a dome team playing, and, you know, it's going to be below 10 degrees, and I don't know if there's a team in the league built for colder weather more than this Titans team and their style of play. Derrick Henry, the last four games against this Texans team, has gone over 200 yards in four straight games. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, they, they definitely have a formula f- for how to beat this Texans team. Um, and that, that just goes a long way for the confidence to own somebody that much and for four straight games <laughs> put up 200-plus yards. Uh, I, I expect Derrick Henry to just have another monster game, especially given the conditions. And, you know, I, I've seen a lot of things where Tannehill's out, um, and that's probably why this line is moving uh, 
in favor of the Texans. I actually think that's a good thing that Tannehill's out. If anybody's watched this Titans team over the last couple of weeks, Doodle arm he looking. is bad. Yeah. He is a bad quarterback, and I think that uh, uh, Malik Willis being quarterback opens up the offense a little bit. He can he has a better arm, and he can run. He, he, he is a very capable, if not borderline elite, running quarterback. And when you just... When this team decides that they want to run the ball 50 times a game with the duo of uh, Willis and, and Derrick Henry, I, I, this team could be scary in the playoffs if they make it there. Uh, I, I am out on Ryan Tannehill, so I, I hammer this line if you see it under a touchdown. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you, Adam. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. Um, definitely things... Uh... I, you know, I was I was looking at this initially, and I thought, well, you know, Texans have been fighting hard. But I thought about those games. You know, both on fast tracks. Uh, was in the Jerry Dome uh, for the first uh, game against the Cowboys, where they played really well, and then they were at home last week uh, on their own fast track against the Chiefs. But you said it. I mean, the weather here is going to play a factor, and that is just perfectly lined up for the Titan style of football. Um, I love that you brought up Tannehill, even if he's out, like you said. You know, Tannehill used to be able to kind of be like a mobile quarterback um, and, and move around quite a bit, but you know that those days seem to be gone. He's he's not doing that nearly as much anymore. Um, the arm strength isn't there. He's kind of a glorified game manager at this point. Uh, maybe Malik Willis gives them kind of a, a different wrinkle that can uh, to help them out. So even if he's out in this game, I'm not worried. But it's going to be a heavy dose of Derrick Henry in this one, and. When you've got that guy at 250, 260 pounds running at you, you don't think that hurts it in five-degree weather? That hurts a little something extra. Texans aren't going to be wanting to tackle him. I'm telling you this. Like you said, Ab, you see this game under seven points. Uh, I, I love the Titans here. I, I think they, they blow him out. I, I'm confident on the Titans. I love it. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think passing-wise, um, Malik Willis is – still going to be a downgrade from Tannehill, but that's not what they need in this game. Uh, this Texans team, this run defense has not shown me any improvement, um, at, at least in re- recent weeks. Um, you know, teams can just bulldoze all, all over them. And like you said, Derrick Henry, he, he might be getting another 200-yard game. You know, hell, you know, place a bet on Derrick Henry's over rushing yards. Like, that's probably a good bet to take. Um, this Titans team, especially with Willis, you know, yeah, they'll they'll – get some different looks on the runs and uh, make, make this Texans team pay. Um, I think this Titans secondary has been getting a little better over the last couple weeks. Um, so that's a little little help right there to that defense. That's already stout on the run defense. So, um, yeah, I try not to say too much, but I love the t- Titans too. Yeah, Evan, you're right. The Texans, they caught two teams in, in look-ahead games with the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Um this Titans team's Titan. not looking ahead. This is this. they need it, and you know Vrabel. They're not going to lose three in a row, especially to this Texans team. They're going to be ready to play. Yep, Jags are breathing down their neck. They absolutely got to have this one. All right, guys. Uh, next game up, we've got the Seahawks heading into Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites here. Uh, over under in this one is set at forty eight and a half. Uh, another one, just as frigid temperatures kind of take over the country, this is going to be uh, a pretty cold game here for this one. So we will see uh, how that plays out. Uh, guys, I, I love the Seahawks here. Um, getting nine and a half. I know they have not been playing great football lately, but I just feel like that's too many points. You know, the Chiefs, uh, 
you know, their record against the spread hasn't been great. Uh, a lot of times they're, and I think this is still biased from a couple years ago when they were just uh, world beaters on the offensive end of the ball, but, you know, they're, they play a little bit closer games than teams would uh, anticipate. You know, these last few games, too, uh, they're giving up some points, um, you know, to teams that are, are you know, just so-so, especially the Texans last week, you know, really gave them a scare uh, on the road. So uh, this uh, this line here, 9.5, just seems like way too much. I expect the Seahawks to be able to move the ball. I know their defense has been very bad lately, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, I just think the Seahawks' offense should be able to do enough to kind of keep this one close, even if it's in garbage time as a backdoor cover. Uh, I got it at 10 earlier in the week, but um, honestly, anything, I'd say 8.5 and, and over, uh, I, I love it here for the Seahawks. So just too many points. Uh, so I'm confident in that. Yeah, I, I'm going to side with the Seahawks too. Um, I mean, to me, um, I, I think both sides of these could point up put up points and man if i'm leaning anything that 48 and a half is kind of looking more and more uh low low to me and this game might end up being very high scoring i mean you 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 kind of meant it mentioned it already how um you know chiefs are staying playing relatively close games well that's all kind of in part because the defense you know they could let up some points um to the right teams and I think the Seahawks' offense is good enough to be able to do it, especially you get Ken Walker starting to come back healthy from that ankle contusion or whatever he had, some whatever that odd ankle injury was. Um, I'm actually going to be uh, I, I'm going to be confident on these over right now. Um, I think both sides could put up points. Uh, Forty-eight and a half is not a huge number by any means. Um, you know, no no wind it seems forecasted in this game. Uh, you know, the cold weather doesn't really affect the over under as much as you'd think it would in fact it, it actually games statistically have been slightly higher scoring but it's not anything much so um you know i like the over here so um and leaning towards the seahawks yeah i'm gonna lean towards the seahawks too i just think this is too high of a number uh you know tyler lockett look like and like looking like he's gonna be out definitely hurts um you know they're they're a three man show on the offense uh, with Lockett, DK, and and Kenneth Walker, and you know both DK and Kenneth Walker aren't a hundred percent as is, so I'm a little worried about the Seahawks offense. To be honest, they haven't looked great the last three weeks, um, and they've lost three in a row uh, because of it. You know their defense isn't great, but they haven't been great all year. That's it's really the last three weeks where their offense has not been what it was uh to begin the year that's that's why they're losing these games um but it's still having said that i think that, that that they're you know having the long week to rest uh get prepped uh playing last thursday night will help um and i just think that you know they they got a lot to play for too their their playoff lives are on the brink and uh i think they they keep this one uh within nine points so uh, i'm gonna take the seahawks but uh i don't feel 100% about this. All right, guys. Uh, next up, we've got... Uh, it's going to be the Saints heading into Cleveland to take on the Browns here. Uh, Browns are three-point favorites at home over under in this one, 31.5. Adam, why don't you tell us why this number's so low? Uh, a potential blizzard here. We're looking... Uh, you know, the snow accumulations might not be too much in Cleveland, but we're looking at 50 mile an hour winds possible. Um, so everything's going to be blowing. Um, 
yeah, it, it, this is going to be a nasty uh, game condition, and um, I'm not sure what the stadium's named <laughs> anymore, uh, but uh, it's notorious for having swirling winds being right on the lake, and uh, yeah, the, the conditions in this one are, are just going to be awful. Um, that's why you're seeing 31 and a half is the lowest line in a decade. Lowest line in a decade. Wow. wow. That's crazy. I, mean, I totally believe it, too. Well, the Saints are definitely a more defensive-minded team, for sure. You know, offense hasn't really been that potent. Browns are trying to get uh, a little stronger offensively with Deshaun Watson back. But, yeah, with this kind of weather right now, I'm just seeing a lot of game going on the ground right here. Um, you know, just run it through Chubb, run, run it through Kamara. Well, if, I guess they – David Johnson was doing a lot of uh, route running. I don't know what's going on with that Saints offense, but uh, I, I imagine a lot of things coming on the ground in this game, which kind of – that's why that over-under is low. Um, you know, 31-and-a-half, that's that's a real no, low number. It might go under that, but I, I don't think I'm going to touch that. So, But I, I'll lean on the Browns right here. They're, they're a little hotter right now. Um, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in the Saints right now, so I'll take the home team. One of the biggest what ifs this season is what the hell happened with Jameis? What did he do? Because yeah. I, I don't, I, I've not heard any answer for why he isn't playing. Well, he had that. Uh, I know he's hurt. He was hurt, but then he he had like a minor, 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 minor uh, like fracture in his like back, right? He did, and then they physically he, cleared. They him cleared 100%, him, yeah, like two weeks after, and he and he hasn't seen the field. But I don't know. Maybe it, maybe he wasn't comfortable with it, or yeah, something something's, something's off up. There. Or maybe yeah. he's, like at first I heard it was like, oh, Andy Dalton, you're doing well, and then it's almost like people forgot about that. Well, Andy it's Dalton just, isn't doing. Well. He's not doing well. It's it was like his first game back. He he did okay enough to. Get him a win, yeah. if I remember correctly. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're weird. a playoff team if Jameis is the starter for the you know the last like six weeks that Dalton has been. Maybe but the tank's on. Yeah, maybe. Well. well, they don't have their first round pick this year because they traded that for Olave. So <laughs> and they're oh. a game out of first, and uh, I don't know. They got a big win. They got a big win last week against the Falcons. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm going to be on the Browns here as well, guys. Uh like I said, I just I have a little bit more faith in them and their rushing attack and and short uh to intermediate passing game more so than I do uh with the Saints. Um yeah, I was watching that game last night and uh you know, Sean McVay did an interview that they were in Lambeau and he's just like, "Yeah, there's not really any way for a warm weather climate to prepare the guys for this weather. You just got to kind of acknowledge it and go on and um I don't know if I'm the Saints though. I just think there's there's no way for them to callous themselves up for this kind of weather. Uh, I have a hard time thinking they're not going to be shocked by these conditions. So uh, I like the Browns here. I just think they're the better uh, overall team. Definitely better all around, and uh, I like their running game. So uh, I think they should be able to uh, take care of business here. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I like the Browns too. Uh, you know, last four games they've won three of them, and the one they lost was at Cincy. Uh, you know, that, like I said, I think they're the best team in the league right now. Uh, so, I mean, they've honestly been playing well despite Deshaun Watson sort of struggling still at offense uh, to, to sort of take take the reins on the, the passing game. Um, but, I mean, they, I don't think they're going to need that in this game. Um, you know, I, I think they, they have um, a good enough running attack and enough playmakers that you know, they could, they should be able to cover this uh, three-point line at home. 
Um, so give me give me the brownies, uh, brownie the elf. You might not be able to see him in the logo with all the snow, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that uh, Brown should have enough to cover this line. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Going to be tough. Gonna, not going to be any downfield passing. Probably. Uh, you know, if you're going to see anything through the ground game or air game, it's going to be uh, rub routes. Uh, we know Deshaun Watson loves those. So, oh. um, yeah, should maybe he'll have some success with that. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, Falcons taking on the. Ravens, this game's in Baltimore, where the Ravens are seven and a half point favorites. Over under in this one is thirty seven and a half. Uh predicting here just for some windy conditions, I see Adam. Yeah, yeah, shouldn't not too cold, uh just some heavy winds above like the same fifteen to twenty mile an hour winds. Okay. Uh Robbie, what are your thoughts here? Oh, to me, um you you know, this uh this is a game. A big question mark right now, still right now, is uh, Lamar Jackson going to play? Uh, he didn't practice today. Uh, you know, they also had a big surprise injury in practice today. Devin Duvernay, he went, went straight to the IR with an ankle injury. Um, I don't think that's going to be a huge impact on this Ravens offense. But um, you know, the one thing I'm looking at this game, you know, it, well, first off, seven and a half points. I I think I'm going to side on the Falcons here. Um, they've been a team that just hangs in games, whether they win or lose. Um, they seem to almost play up or down to their opponent. But what I make, I'm liking here is I'm liking the over here on 37 and a half. I mean, I think you're going to look in recent memory and think that the Ravens, they haven't been putting up points. Falcons, they haven't been putting up points either. But both these teams have been playing some tough defense in recent memory. Um you know, Ravens just against the Browns, who, as Adam, you were saying, a little up and coming. Uh, you know, Huntley was not really his greatest either. Um, Steelers and Broncos before that. But then, you know, last full game with Lamar Jackson, you know, it was a high-scoring game against the Jaguars. Um, I think that could happen with the Falcons too. I mean, they've had some tough defenses too. Saints, Steelers, and uh, Commanders recently. Um, so, um you know, Ravens could be tough, but I, I can totally see the Ravens hitting at least 24 points here, and which would only require 14 points from the Falcons, which I could see more from that. So I, I'm liking this over at 37 and a half. The wind, you know, better for the ground team. So, um, you know, both these are running teams, so uh, I don't think that's going to hurt them. Don't you think the 37 number implies Huntley? I think it kind of does imply Huntley, um, but I, I I think this is going to be a lot easier defense for him to go up against. Um, I, I I don't think he's quite as bad as kind of what he's been showing the last. He's had some tough matchups these last couple of weeks. It, it's tough to get thrown into that. So um, you know, D- J.K. Dobbins is coming up right now for the Ravens. Um, you know, I I kind of expect them to get back in it. On the other side, Falcons. Uh, Algier, he's been looking a little good, really good lately. So um, I, I can see the ground games really getting going on both sides. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm gonna take the Falcons. I'm actually confident in them uh, getting a f- full touchdown and a half. Uh, I I, I got to be honest, I I'm on the opposite of that over under. I'm gonna hammer the under here. Um, this Ravens offense is, is as broken as any offense in the league. Whether I mean, it was even trending that way when uh, 
Lamar Jackson was their quarterback. They they haven't been a good offense since you know week six. Um, and a lot of it is just a lack of playmakers. Mark Andrews, it you know I'm not sure he's going to be show up on the injury report, but uh, he is not 100. percent He hasn't played good at all the last month plus. Um, and they just have nothing else from the weapons. Uh, J.K. Dobbins coming back, he isn't 100%, and he's probably their best playmaker. He's hobbling out there. Um, they're just a broken offense. I have no faith whatsoever, whoever the quarterback is, that this team can put up more than 16 points, and for them to be 7.5-point favorites is out of control. I, I couldn't believe that line when I saw it. Um, I'm going to hammer the Falcons getting 7.5, and, and I'm going to hand that hammer that underline at 37.5. Uh, yeah, Browns were a pretty tough watch last week. Um, or I'm sorry, the Ravens were a pretty tough watch last week against the Browns. Uh, they really couldn't get anything going. Uh, with Huntley in there and in your right end, they're just littered with injuries. Um, on the opposite end, caught quite a bit of that uh, Falcons-Saints game last week. And I originally I thought um, going into that game, I liked the Falcons. But I felt lucky uh, afterward that they were able to cover against the Saints. Um, Ritter did not look good uh, at all. Didn't really look comfortable. Uh, the only plays he really made were 5, 10 yards downfield. Nothing nothing really deep down the field. Um, didn't show a ton with his legs. Uh, didn't seem confident. Seemed like players were able to close on him uh, pretty effectively, though, too. Uh, he didn't have a lot of room to work with. Uh I'm not confident enough to say that the Falcons here plus uh, seven and a half are cover, but at the same token, I mean, you know, that Ravens team beat the beat the Steelers two weeks ago. But I said it earlier, I, I think the Steelers whoop them if Mitch doesn't throw three red zone picks, uh, and, and if Pickett doesn't get hurt in that game. So this is a toss up. I you know both these teams. Uh, maybe the under is the play <laughs> with with everything I'm saying here. I'm kind of talking myself into this under uh, the more we go. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to lean Falcons plus 7.5. I'm not confident on it. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll you know what, I'm just going to stay off this over-under. <laughs> this more. might be like a stay-off game in general. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I think I just need to stay off this because, yeah, I'm just not a fan of what either team is putting out here. But, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, anything else on this one, guys, or we want to move forward? I'm good on this game. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, team taking on the 49ers in California. Uh, the Niners are seven-point favorites at home here. Uh, Over-under in this one, 39-and-a-half. Um, you know, we, we can keep asking ourselves here if uh, Chase Young is going to uh, come back one of these games. He, he's teasing us. Uh, like crazy. So, kind of remains to be seen whether or not he'll he'll make a comeback for this one. Um, gotta think though, if he was pretty close to ready, he would have played last week in a huge game for them at home against the Giants. Uh, I am going to lean with the team here plus seven points. I'm just thinking that's a bit too many. Uh, Brock Purdy doing some great things for the Niners. I love the Niners right now. I think they're playing great. Um. I think even with Brock Purdy at quarterback, they can make some noise in the playoffs. It, it hurts that they don't have Debo. Um, I just think at some point, I think you should be able to game plan for for Kittle and for McCaffrey and then just say, everybody else beat us. And if Purdy and IU can, can, 
can make plays consistently or, or Purdy and Jennings can beat you consistently, well, then you lose the game. But I, I would, if I'm the team and they've got a pretty strong defense, that, that would be my game plan, just take away Kittle and McCaffrey. Um, just feels like seven points, too much here. Uh, I'm taking the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the 49ers. Uh, you know, the team, they they, they kind of got chopped last Sunday. Um, you know, the end of that game was... Very suspicious. The, the whole the, the refs in that game were, were flat out terrible. Um, you know they they probably should have tied the game there at the end, but um, you know they didn't play as bad as that score indicates. But having said that, I I, I don't have faith that this defense can contain uh, this 49ers offense. Um, you know they, they they were unable at home to contain pretty much a duo of Danny Dimes and and Saquon Barkley uh, with this running attack and. Play action. I, I just think that the amount of playmakers the 49ers have, and being at home, that uh, you know, I I'd have a tough time seeing the 49ers uh, making this, uh, letting up any 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 bit in this game and making this within a touchdown. Uh, pr- probably gonna stay off this game. Um, other than the the over 39 and a half, um, I just you know, team offense definitely did not play well last week, but uh, I I think. They're a little bit better than, uh, you know, score indicated last week. And in this 49ers defense, while being very good uh, statistically, are pretty banged up. And, and I, I think that the passing attack, uh, especially in a sort of a must-win game like this, is for the for, uh, the team keep their playoff hopes alive. So I think Heineke can put up a number on this 49ers team to keep, keep them uh, afloat. And uh, I haven't seen anything out of Brock Purdy so far The make me think that, you know, them being seven points and this line being 39 and a half, that, uh, you know, they should put up more than 20 points. So uh, I'm going to take I'm gonna take the 49ers, um, but my most confident play is the over. Yeah, I'm going to side with the 49ers. I, I think this is a good line. Um, I, I think this is about where it should be. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm siding on the Niners uh, just because this offense can be explosive, uh, even without Debo. You know, they've got plenty of playmakers, and Brock Purdy's been doing what he needs to do to be a 49ers quarterback, and uh, it's not do too much. It's just be a good game manager, be able to get your ball the ball out to the playmakers and let them do the rest. Um, you know, that's kind of been their M.O. for the last couple of years. And team, you know, I, I know the Niners defense is bad, banged up a little bit, but I'm still struggling to see how the team are going to have a lot of success on the offensive side of the ball against this Niners, Steve. I mean, they've, they've got some de- pretty solid depth. Of, they've got guys who could step in and take the spot. So uh, I'm not too scared off of this hurt Niners defense. So um, I, I'm going to lean on the Niners here, but I, I like this line. I think it's good. All right, should be uh, one of the better games of the weekend, kind of despite the uh, higher line. Both of these teams have uh, quite a bit to play for still, so uh, we'll see. Should be a good one. All right, next up we've got the Eagles taking on the Cowboys. Uh, this one's interesting. Uh, big news here is the Jalen Hurts shoulder inju- uh, injur- injury, I can say that word, um, that was sustained against the Bears, so it's looking like Minshew is going to get the go. And uh, guys, you know, you know, as soon as Minshew is brought into the mix, I'm confident Eagles. It didn't matter what the spread was. Uh, no, but there is logic behind this. Um, you know, this Eagles team is still very good. They're still a very good team. Got a very solid defense, especially against the pass. 
Uh, yeah, one of the better secondaries in the NFL. And uh, this Cowboys defense, uh, they have struggled a little bit as of late. Uh, kind of two stinkers in a row. Uh, one against Jacksonville uh, last week. And then, uh, of course, what happened uh, a couple weeks ago with the Texans. They were able to move the ball on them very uh, efficiently as well. So, you know, we know Minshew's a gamer here. He's he's a podcast uh, original. Uh, I've been I've been speaking his praises for a long time. I I think uh, I think he can move the ball just as well as Davis Mills or or the Davis Mills uh, O'Driscoll uh, combo that the Texans are doing for some reason uh, did. So I, I'm going to take the Eagles here. I just think uh, six points is too much. Probably going to have a hard time winning this one with with Minshew under center, but. I bet they're able to keep it relatively close. So give me the Eagles. Confident. I'm going to side with the Eagles as well. Um, not as confident as you are. Uh, kind of want to maybe I'd want to see how things shake out a little bit. Um, you know, I, I, I'll i take the points with a competitive game. I mean, both these teams I think are going to be coming out to play. Um, you know, this is going to be an afternoon game. You're, they're going to have a lot of eyes on them. Uh, and, you know, it, neither of these teams I don't think are going to want to lose. Um, Cowboys have been shaky lately, but, you know, maybe they've just been looking forward to this game right here. Um, and we'll, we'll see how they play. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I do expect a little bounce back from the last couple of weeks or the Cowboys um, shaking off that rust. If there's anything I'd maybe look at is maybe the under in this one. But um, at the same time, I could see both teams going at it and trying to exploit their weaknesses um you know they know each other so um you know i i expect it to be close which is why i'm leaning on the eagles but um this might be a game that i'm just watching and just enjoying yeah uh I, i'm definitely looking forward to this game i'm gonna take the cowboys um i think this is just a perfect storm of an injury for jalen hurts uh i think this is a statement game for the cowboys uh you know they haven't lost at home uh, since the opener where Dak got hurt against the Bucks, uh, they haven't lo- uh, they haven't not covered at home uh, other than the Texans let up game two weeks ago. Uh, this is a good home team, and they're not gonna you know they're not gonna give up. Uh, they're not gonna let up. I think this is a a statement game for Jera. Um, and, and you go back to that matchup. Uh, I think week six against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Uh, back when Cooper Rush was quarterback still. Cowboys made that a game. Uh, they were definitely able to run against that Eagles front, and I, I think they're going to be able to do the same this week. Um, yeah, I, I'm not confident on this. Uh, that six-point is six point line is it's pretty big, uh, even with uh, Gardner Minshew, and, and he's a gamer. So uh, I'm not going to make that a confident pick, but uh, I do like uh, if I had to pick, I'd pick the Cowboys minus six. Quickly here, Adam. Um because I know I'm a Dak truther. I know you are to some extent as well. Has not looked great. No, lately. No, what I, are your thoughts on Dak? So I mean, I don't know. Uh, he's not good on the road. Um, yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm not sure. There's. It seems like when they're when they're done with the scripted plays and he's having to make plays on his own, it's when he struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're in control of the game, they're running play action or able to run the ball. Um, you know, he's, he's a glorified game manager. If you, if you were asking Dak to go out and make plays on his own, you know, they don't have a good number two wide receiver. I, 
it's it's really just him slinging it to CD Lamb or uh, Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz a little Schultz bit. And it, Noah Brown getting involved. They're, having, a yeah, they're having a tough time finding that second reliable wide receiver. Um, but yeah, I, I have not liked what Dak has uh, looked like the last three or so three or so games. But the run game is actually yep. looking better and better with every week, and I think they just got to lean on that, and I think they will this week. Yeah, I think uh, for me, offensive MVP of this team is probably Tony Pollard. Um, def- I mean, uh, Micah Parsons is overall MVP. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think the reason why this team is able to click and, and they've done so well so far is because they're able to run the ball well. And uh, kind of the change of pace uh, look they've got with Zeke and, and Pollard has really worked well. So uh, yeah, Tyler Smith, too, is yeah, he's, he's going to be a – could be all in. pro for years yep and mainstay in this offense for years to come for sure uh all right guys uh we get to the saturday night game uh it is the raiders taking on the steelers this game is in pittsburgh and uh steelers are two and a half point favorites here over under is set at 39 uh again uh predicting some frigid temperatures for this one uh so we'll see uh both teams coming in at six and eight both not eliminated. Uh, this is definitely a loser goes home game for sure, um, and the winner is going to have something to play for uh, going forward as they're trying to sneak into that wild card spot. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders here. Uh, obviously, got uh, some help last week from the Patriots with uh, that bit of a snafu, but uh, they have been playing better the last uh, three, four weeks or so. Um, you know, definitely looking more like the team we kind of thought that they would come into the year as. Um, and this Raiders team, uh, kind of one of the strengths is, uh, kind of been surprisingly the running game, a uh, huge season for Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs so far. Uh, so, uh, I think, uh, in frigid temperatures, I think they should be comfortable with kind of what works with them and, and, uh, their game plan. So I expect them to, uh, be able to hold their own. Meanwhile, you know, the Steelers, more and more has been put on the plate of uh, the quarterback, uh, whether it's Pickett or Trubisky. Uh, I think at this point, Pickett is still technically questionable uh, for this game, so not sure who we're going to see. But um, regardless of who's at quarterback, you know, um, they haven't really been able to run the ball well. Uh, they weren't, couldn't do it last year. They haven't really been able to do it this year. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I like the Raiders getting the two and a half points here. I just I'm not thrilled with uh, the Steelers offense and I'm not sure they're going to be able to move the ball uh, really well in this game yeah I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Steelers you know <laughs> the Raiders they, they won last week and that was actually their first win this year when they've been up 14 and a half yeah. <laughs> you know they, they you know they were collapsing more than uh, FTX um, <laughs> that's a fun one that yeah. is fun um, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take the Steelers here. Uh, I, I, a lot of what you said, it. I, I you know, I, I'm not too scared of the Raiders' run run game. I think the Steelers are, especially at home, are able to sort of keep wraps on uh, Josh Jacobs, and they're gonna they're gonna make the Raiders sort of beat them through the air in this matchup. Um, and and it could happen. But I I I've, I've been impressed with the Steelers the last month or so. They they've sort of gritted out. Uh, some performances and are playing probably better than her skill skill level uh, indicates. And, uh, you know, a lot of these six and eight teams in the AFC, uh, definitely they seem out of it, but you know, with how, with how the, uh, 
you know, the Jets, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Dolphins, some of these teams could really slip up. And there's a chance that one of these six and eight teams uh, squeaks into that final wild card spot. So um, don't, don't rule out, um, you know, that there's a lot to play for for some of these teams that seem all but out of it. I, I, I don't think that's the case, and I don't think that they're going to play like it is the case. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I I mean, this is well, yeah, this is definitely a key game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start side with the Steelers. Um, you know, home home team. Um, I I think they got the better coaching staff right here. Um, you know, Josh McDaniels. Uh, he has hasn't ever really been spectacular in his career. Tomlin, you know, he's got a good pedigree. No matter who's kind of been behind the ball here but i think the steelers defense are gonna win out this game you know raiders have been struggling against decent uh defenses uh, and it's i i think the steelers are going to be able to make them pay at home here so uh i'll lean on the steelers um this is probably a game i'm not touching but you know uh are, uh, are, did you say you were on the that under Adam or I did not say that, but I yes I am on the under. Okay, I I'd probably lean under in this one too, but um I'm staying off. Yeah, the one thing I, I I really like what I've seen out of the Steelers running game the last three or four weeks. Um, Najee Harris has uh really looked like the uh the running back he was the breakout for the uh his rookie campaign. I know he wasn't hurt or he was hurt to begin the year and I hopefully he's just getting healthy and he's going back to the same person but yeah I, I think both teams are going to try to run the ball in this game that's why I'm on the uh under 34 especially given the conditions 39 oh. sorry all right guys uh next game up we've got the uh, Packers taking on the Dolphins uh Dolphins are at home here and they are five and a half point favorites currently over under this one set at 49 and a half uh, Packers got a big win on uh, Monday Night Football against the Rams. And uh, the Dolphins are uh, kind of grinding lately. Um, Tua hasn't looked great uh, recently, so we'll see if they can right the ship here as well. Um, guys, I, uh, I'm i going to lean Packers in this one. I kind of liked what I saw out of their offense uh, last night. They were spreading the ball around well. Uh, now that they got uh, Dobbs and is healthy and, and Watson has kind of cemented himself in the mix. Uh, you know, Rogers kind of has a full field of options uh, that it seems like he's comfortable throwing the ball to seems to have uh, built up some rapport. So I think the Packers are, are coming a long way here. Um, but uh, Robbie, I'm going to send it over to you because uh, there's something I agree with you on, but I don't want to steal your thunder. Oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So uh, Right now, I'm I'm leaning Dolphins here. Um, you know, I I kind of with you. Uh, I was looking at that, uh, watching that Monday night game, uh, seeing Dob Dobbs back. Um, you know, it it did seem like okay, maybe this Packers offense. You know, they got more pieces. Uh, that they're starting to get more comfortable, move it around. And you know, I saw this line at forty six and a half, and I was thinking, oh wow, maybe maybe this game is going to go over. And then I looked into it more, and you know, I just came to the conclusion that. Packers are, you know, even against the Rams there, they just couldn't really execute in the red zone. Um, you know, they can't couldn't put up touchdowns. And then on the other side of the ball, you know, Dolphins, yeah, you know they could put up points. You know, they got a weaker defense. But um, that pass 
passing game for them, which they've uh, been so good with, uh, might be a little tough against this Packers team. So I'm actually turning went the other way. Um, I'm actually really liking the under now. Uh, I think this number may have gotten inflated real, real high, real quick. Uh, maybe because of what people saw with the that Monday night game. And, you know, thinking this Packers offense is rejuvenated, but I'm not really convinced yet right now. Um, you know, Dolphins, they're also still kind of banged up in the run game too. Uh, you know, Jeff Wilson's uh, still out. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to return or not, uh, but, uh, you know, it was seemed like it was a little – been a little tough for Mostert to really carry the load completely. You know, had Ottman in a little bit to spell, but – um, you know, I, I really like this under here, and I'm going to make this my lock of the week. But it's a lock now. Well, I completely agree with you. I'm also on the under. Uh, that 49.5 just seems like way too many points. Um, you know, Dolphins have really struggled as of late, and, and the Packers, uh, you know, it seems like uh, they've struggled there to put up points in just about every game. They don't look like they're their typical selves, uh, at least under Aaron Rodgers. So uh, 49 and a half just seems like way too many. But Adam, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, uh, I actually do like the under there too. Uh, highest line of the week, I'm not sure it warrants it. Um, but I my, I actually really like the Packers here. I like them to win outright in this game. Um, I, I think that they have a defense, although it has been as underwhelming as any defense in the league, that matches up pretty well against the Dolphins. They can put Jair Alexander on Tyree Kill. Uh, he's he's as capable of anyone in the league as stopping Tyree Kill. Not that it will happen, but I mean he he's as good as anybody to put on him. Uh, so if they can neutralize him, Waddle is not a hundred percent. Suddenly this you know explosive Dolphins offense uh, is is not looking as great uh, and. In, with what you've seen out of two of the last month, um, you know, it's tough to see them putting up a number on this Packers defense. Although, um, like I said, they've been just so underwhelming this year. Uh, having said that, you know, on both sides of the ball, I, I think there's been some improvement in this Packers team. And just like I said with the NFC or AFC, Packers are not out of it in this wild card. Um, the NFC is even more open than the AFC. So if they went out, uh, I think they're in the playoffs and, you know, this is definitely their toughest game left on the docket. Uh, you know, Sunday game, um, I, I I think they show up. Temperatures in this game, oddly, are going to be in the low 40s, which, you know, it's not going to constitute cold for our weather, but for Miami standards, that's freezing. Um, you know, I think that plays right into the Packers' hands, and uh, I've liked what I've seen out of A.J. Dillon the last three weeks. Uh, they're, they're really on offense just finding – what got them successful the last couple of years, uh, run and play action. And, um, and they're as healthy as they've been as a team, uh, you know, since the beginning of the year. So I like the Packers to win outright in this game. I think I saw AJ Dillon already cleared concussion protocol. Does that sound right? Um, I believe he did. It might have been a false, false positive if you cleared it that fast. Yeah, that they did seem like very fast, but I do remember seeing that. Yeah, he's he, he was cleared. Yeah, so he, he'll be back, which is kind of strange with how. <laughs> yeah. Ever it, since the Tua injury, how how slow they've been making guys get back from any possible concussion. So. Shield's interesting. Gonna shield. shield is going to shield. 
All right, guys. Well, on to the game that everybody is super fired up for. Uh, we got Broncos-Rams. Uh, Rams are at home here. Uh, they are one-point underdogs. Uh, Over-under in this one is 35. Um, well, I'll keep it quick here. I'm going to go Rams. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they're... Uh, Baker Baker looks decent. Um, I the Broncos look bad. I don't know. This is a game. I, I'm not gonna watch this game. There's there's nothing interesting to me about this. Game. I'm trying to watch this little Broncos football and Rams football in general. So I'll I'll lean Rams here, but uh, I'll toss it over to somebody who might have some more insight. Adam, what are you thinking? <laughs> the funniest thing about this matchup is neither of these teams even want to take because they don't have their pick. They don't have their first round pick either of these teams. So. You know, they have, they should be trying to win this game because it doesn't matter for them. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos just because their defense, you know, has been the one consistency out of both these teams all year. Um, but I, having said that, I, I think I do like the over here, especially if Russell Wilson is out. Um, Baker, you know, he didn't look great last week. Um, gets the Packers, but I think he's willing to sling it and, uh, I liked what I saw out of Ripien. Uh, so I, I, I think that if both those are the starters uh, on the fast track of SoFi, I, I like the over 35 in this matchup despite, you know, two horrible offensive teams. But I, I like the Broncos as well. I'm not going to be betting a spread. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was on Rams. I, I think I'm going to swap to the Broncos mostly because their defense is just st- – been so good for them they've been carrying this team just all year and they don't deserve to have that kind of offense on that side of the ball um i i think baker you know it seemed like he struggled against the packers i think he's going to struggle even more against this broncos defense um you know cam Akers, he'll probably make a couple runs um surprisingly he's been uh, starting to come back a little bit uh not sure if he's what still great but that's been that has been, um, but I, I think this Broncos team has enough to firepower, uh, even with Ripien, as you said. Um, you know, Latavius Murray's been pretty pretty good on the ground. Um, I I think they could keep it, the be able to take the Rams here. Uh, man, I'd almost rather take the under, but this is such a low number. I'm just off altogether. <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with this game. I feel, I feel like a lot of people are going to be on the under in this game. Just based yeah, I on feel, the I feel like this number might go down even more. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't see people betting on the over. Nah, you're right. But I, if you can get it at a lower number, I'm, I'm definitely going to hit the over. Just Neither of these teams should lose. You know, They, they both want to win, even though they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, nobody's laying down and dying out yeah. there. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right, guys. Next up, uh, we've got the Sunday night game. Uh, I think maybe they thought this would be a little bit uh, more exciting uh, at the beginning of the year, but it's the Bucks taking on the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are at home here, and they are six-point underdogs to this Buccaneers team. Over/under in this one is at forty-one. Uh, I'm on the Bucks, guys. I just, uh, in my right mind, can't possibly. Uh, Pick the Cardinals after the complete disaster that of a season that they've gone through. Um, I think if there's one franchise in the league I wouldn't want to be uh, starting today, it's probably the Cardinals. Um, they're probably last place for me on who I'd want to be a GM for, given their current situation. They're they're in trouble. Uh, they're in trouble for a couple years to come, it seems. But uh, 
you know, the Bucks showed some good things in the first half, at least against that Bengals team before it all kind of imploded on them. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe they can build up, uh, build upon that. But you know, this is kind of a, for lack of a better term, it's nuts on the table time for for the Bucks. I mean, they they got this is a game they need to win because they've got big division matchups coming up to end the season after this. Um, they're going to be played tough. Uh, I believe they've got the Panthers and Falcons to end the year, if I remember correctly. Um, could be completely wrong about that. Um, but the, the Bucks definitely have big games to come, and this is the easiest one, I believe, left on their schedule. they got to pull this one off. So uh, I, I'm going to say the Bucks take care of business here knowing they have to. To me, this one's going to come down to how healthy the Buccaneers' defense is because we've seen them this year when they've been beat up, um, a lot of stars injured, and uh, they don't they don't show up. They're they're able to let up points, um, and you know, as as much as Tom Brady's the goat uh, this year, he just hasn't really been doing a whole lot. Um, I mean, he hasn't had a lot of great support by his cast around him offensive line hasn't been great um but this cardinals team you know it hasn't it's been looking very shaky and on a downhill slope very fast especially after that kyler acl tear um so i am gonna side with the bucks um it, depending on how healthy their defense is i might end up playing on the bucks if it stays at um minus six for them so uh leaning bucks we'll we'll see what if i play it yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on the Bucks too. Uh, last week, yeah, I, I hammered the uh, Broncos just because if there is a team incentivized to lose, it's the Cardinals. You know, they're, they're going to need that high first-round pick. They got no reason to play with Trace McSorley. Um, uh, I, you know, the GM walked out of the building. Uh, you know, Cliff's next. This, like you said, Evan, there's, no, there's not a team that you'd rather – not be than the Cardinals. They're the, they're the worst team in the league. Um, and it really isn't even close. Worst situation in the league. So, uh, Bucks <laughs> still division lead. Uh, they can't afford to lose a, a road game here. Uh, you know, indoors, they have the better offense. I, I think that their pass game finally gets going here. Um, give me the Bucks. All right, guys, Monday Night Football. It is the Chargers taking on the Colts. Colts are four-point underdogs at home here. Over-under is at 46-and-a-half. Um, Colts sure looked good for one half of football uh, last weekend. And the Chargers are uh, a team on the rise. Uh, they've been playing uh, much better as of late. And uh, they've kind of put themselves in the driver's seat for that uh, uh, for a wild-card wild spot in the AFC Um they're they're looking pretty comfortable uh, right now, sitting at eight and six. So quite the turnaround for them. Um, I was surprised here, guys. I, I kind of thought this line would be uh, a little bit higher. Um, I thought maybe the Chargers would be five point, even six point favorites in this one. Uh, but sitting here at four, uh, I'll I'll take the Chargers. I think uh, happy to get them under a touchdown in this one. Realistically, uh, I'm confident in it. I think uh, just overall better team and in Herbert I don't know if he's kind of got over that uh that rib injury that plagued him early on in the year but he's really come alive the last few weeks he looks great um just a team that seems to be starting to get healthy and uh catching stride uh, or is really catching their stride at the right time uh you know Mike Williams coming back obviously is, is a big boon to them as well 
uh, Keenan Allen uh, starting to come together. It seems like he's past uh, his early season injury woes. So uh, lots of like with this Chargers team right now. Uh, I'm all in. I'm, I'm confident on them uh, to cover the four. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna not, not much to add on that other than the Colts, just like the Cardinals, are probably the second most team incentivized to lose um, with them needing a quarterback and uh, trying to get the best best draft pick as possible. Uh, especially with the lame duck head coach, I I really doubt that they're gonna bring uh, Jeff Saturday back. Um, you know, I, I don't see without Jonathan Taylor where the offense comes from this Colts team. Even last week when they got up to thirty three nothing lead. That only came from one offensive touchdown. So uh, they, they were lucky to even grab that lead. A lot of fluke plays. Um, yeah, I'm all over the Chargers here. They're just significantly better. And like you said, lucky to be under a touchdown on the spread. Yep, I'm, I'm totally with you guys. Uh, I don't think I need to say a whole lot more. You know, Chargers, they 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 really need this win. Um you know, defense is slowly looking stronger. Um, you know, it, it seems like... Yeah, the, what you saw the Colts against the Vikings might be a little bit of a fugazi, but um, you know they do grind through games. Jeff, Jeff Saturday's been making some weird coaching calls, like some basics, like when calling timeouts and weird challenges. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I think the Chargers are going to be able to roll them here. Yeah, four points is a gift right now. All right, guys, uh, that'll conclude our, uh, our analysis of the games here. Why don't we do a quick recap of the lead pipe locks? Uh, Adam, you got Titans minus five. Uh, Robbie, Packers, Dolphins under 49 and a half. And then I'm on the Jags in a pick 'em uh, against the Jets. Uh, as for our podcast parlay, um, what, are, what are we thinking here, guys? We have three games that we are all confident on and it's the same outcome. That would be, we're all confident on the Jags, we're all confident on the Titans, and we're all confident on the Chargers. Is uh, is that something we want to lean on, or is there another thing that's caught your eye here? I'd say that's pretty good. All all AFC South involved. Uh, We've been pretty good with the AFC South. We have been relatively the, good. Spread. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on those three. I, I think those are the best three plays. I think the Jaguars give me the biggest scare right now, but I do feel very good about them. I do all. Nah, not with Zach Wilson under center. I, I, got, I got zero worries on that one, as long as he's starting. You know, it's not the Jacksonville Cougars. It's the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead. And that'll that'll be our podcast parlay. So uh, be Titans minus five, Jags as a pick'em, and then the Chargers minus four on the road against the Colts. Uh, guys, that'll do it for our episode. We'll be back next week, uh, recapping how we did this week, uh, and then breaking down the week seventeen action for you. Uh, hope everybody has an enjoyable holiday. Jenny's hopping on the mic here. She's checking it out. She likes the podcast bar. Right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, everybody have a happy holiday. Yeah.